0: Hello everyone, welcome or welcome back to Live from the Trash, the podcast that scrapes the bottom of the content barrel, but we do it just for you. I am one of your lovely hosts, Ren, and I am accompanied by my two wonderful best friends and co-hosts, Chelsea and Arbor. Sup. Hi. <laughs> it is the first podcast! Like, yeah. I'm so, I'm so excited actually didn't think that we would actually get this far. I feel like I've been pitching this for a while. Like, come on, let's do it. Let's do it. Can we do it? Can we do it now? And then finally you all gave it. I was like, oh, okay. Well, I mean, this group has a bad habit of saying that we're going to do something and then just not fucking doing it at all. Or we do the complete opposite. There is no middle. We talk about something and then all of a sudden it becomes the biggest thing and it takes up our lives there for a minute. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> There's um, no in-between. <laughs> there really isn't. Um. So... Since it is the first podcast, uh, we're going to go around the group and kind of introduce ourselves. Does anybody want to go first? Nose goes. Oh, God. <laughs> I win nose goes. Rock, paper, scissors for it? Absolutely. <laughs> I'm to do nose goes. All right. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. God damn
1: it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank god okay so So chelsea
0: won with rock versus scissors what a bitch sorry (laughs) all right so i'll go first my name is Ren, and i am 25 years old i'm a gemini because that's important to me Uh, i'm a witch i'm non-binary and i am bisexual so i have not made a decent decision in a few years so, A decent decision? I thought it was any decision ever. Well, pretty much. <laughs> um, Bisexual
1: well. also means bi-decisive. <laughs> Jesus
0: Christ. Um, hey, that's a stereotype, and I take offense. Oh, wait, no, I don't. I'm pansexual. I'm the <laughs> least... <laughs> At least the other one's got off. <laughs> like, mm. But just so we know where I stand, I'm all of those things, and I am also a teacher in a childcare setting which means that I get to claim the title of teacher without all of the debt that takes going into being a teacher.
1: Dear God, help those children.
0: I I think about my ears whenever we work together. I'm just like, you're a strong-ass woman. (laughs) Fucking hate those gremlins. I mean, I love them, but sometimes I want to punch them. Well, child is not not for everyone because... (laughs) I have two kids and it's not for me. It takes a (laughs) lot to actually, like, be in charge of another human being that's not yours or related to you or you basically know exactly so it's hard it's not for everyone i've been doing it for going on eight years now so that's (laughs) insane all right
1: all right i guess i'm next okay uh my name's chelsea um i am in the early 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 stages of Of transitioning absolutely that too (laughs) (laughs) To be a woman i am transgender um i'm also a leo i mean obviously i'm gonna like flash that out there i mean why not i'm a brand whore um, <laughs> um if i see it i want it and i go into extreme amounts of debt to get it and, <laughs> and um there is never ever ever a time when i'm not happy with these two idiots i mean
0: i'm pretty sure they were smarter you though. No, without a doubt.
1: I'm the ditzy one. Extremely.
0: I don't know about every fucking ditzy. You all act like you haven't met me. Alright, Arbor, it's your turn. Oh, do I gotta? Yes. I'm a person. Not sure if I'm human, but like I'm a person, I think. Um, I'm pansexual like I said earlier. I'm I'm more considered gender fluid because I don't really find any gender that represents me. I'm just like I can be hyper feminine. God, I cannot speak.
1: God, <laughs> hyper feminine.
0: Yeah, and sometimes, very rarely though, my like very masculine. It's usually kind of like. It has nothing. its phase. Yeah. Could be like Jeffrey Star.
1: Like- he says he doesn't really have like a thing, so he's just an alien.
0: If, if I like his personality, I'd say that. <laughs> but, <laughs> but he's kind of a dick. But let's not get into that. That's for like another topic. <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, I have two kids. I love my kids. I'm a little crotch goblins. Six and four. They are beautiful little girls and I couldn't imagine my world without them. But God, <laughs> I love them. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so something about us as a group. Um, so I'm actually... Like, not to sound super Oh, wait, wait, wait. I forgot this. Okay. I'm also a Leo. She's a Leo.
1: (laughs) She does. She does have her own little lot of Leos that she keeps.
0: Just tuck away. All right. So (laughs) something that connects us all together, and like I said, not to have a huge head or anything, but I am the glue for our friendship because Arbor and I have been friends for going on a little over two decades. So we've been friends for 20 years since kindergarten. And Chelsea and I have We've been almost
1: f- known each other as more than we haven't.
0: Yeah, it we have known each other for twelve years. Mm-hmm. Going on thirteen. It's about to be even time that we've known each other. Um uh I remember I still sorry, I had a random thought. I still remember the first time that I met Chelsea. Chelsea was still Zach, and in denial. So much denial. <laughs> so much denial. It was crippling me, no. and I didn't even know her. And um, <laughs> you were pregnant with your oldest.
1: Oh yeah. No, indeed. I had already
0: had my oldest. No, no, no not, you met right her here, at uh, your baby uh,
1: shower at Ralphie's. Oh no yeah. yeah.
0: that was the fucking first time. Yeah. I thought it was at the wedding planning. No, but no, it was whenever we first we first met at my gender reveal for. A me.
1: No, but you can say that I was very much in denial there too. Yeah, kind it's, of like stuffed into back into yeah. like the Christian closet. <laughs>
0: Jesus has got his crucifix. Is like get back
1: there in there. How oh, did I mention I'm not Christian by any means? I will
0: think any of All three of us are considered under the blanket umbrella pagan. Pagan, yeah. Um, but we all have a lot of religious trauma again, another episode. Oh yeah, oh, that's God. a big episode right there, religious <laughs> trauma. Absolutely. But um collectively, like we've all been friends for like a good like three or three no, years. No five. Back. Because we we started becoming friends whenever right about that, Tom, yeah. Yeah, right. whenever at your wedding, and then we fell out of contact. And then we got back together, so I'll go ahead and say it, five years, because we start, like we all started kind of talking then. Well, then I guess if we could count it as six years, though. Oh, yeah, because it was a year before the wedding, and exactly. you all been married for five.
1: Right.
0: Yeah, Oh, I guess I didn't mention that. I'm married. Our wonderful podcast editor, Chris, is my loving husband of going on, it's a little over five years now, we've been together for a little over ten.
1: And as I like to call him, I call him Fafa. So if you ever hear me talk about Fafa anywhere in this podcast, shout out to Ren's husband.
0: And she is very much contagious because now I call him Fafa. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the topic, we debated for a while about what we should talk about first with the podcast. And the timing of it all couldn't be any better because we are starting with weather. We are located about 30 minutes outside of Bowling Green, Kentucky in a little town called Glasgow. Ew. And um, if you know anything recently about the news, you know that Bowling Green was not hit with just one, but two tornadoes in the span of a couple of weeks. Can we talk about how we was in the middle? It was like, there was a tornado right above us. It was gunning and,
1: straight for Glasgow. Yeah.
0: And there was wood right above us. I don't remember what all it hit. And there was wood right below us that hit Bowling Green. But that was and the first was in the middle. one. That was the first one. The first one that, like, flattened the town of Mayfield. And, yeah. And then uh, the second one we was in the middle of. The second one, we were also supposed to be hit by, and then um, instead it hit Smith's Grove, Mm Highsville, like...
1: Everywhere around. Like
0: Highsville didn't get too bad, though. My aunt lives down there because I was freaking out. My aunt... You'll probably hear me talk about the kids. Uh, I have five little cousins. She got busy making them babies. They all stair stiffed. (laughs)
1: And, like,
0: literally for the first five years of them being together, it was like a day that she was not pregnant. But anyway, that's not the point. I got worried. I called... And they went down to the basement. When they came back up, nothing had happened. She was outside most of the time. She had the kids down there. She was like, nothing looks like it's happening. They go in there, and the only thing that had happened is right beside the post office, there's a building, and the roof was taken off. It wasn't too bad in most places. But Bowling Green definitely get, did get hit. And that's really scary because, I mean, it, it's only 30 minutes away.
1: Absolutely. Like, did you guys know there were, like, 17 fatalities? No. I like, didn't. deaths and 63 injuries in Bowling Green alone.
0: I didn't know that, but um, I did see the pictures. My grandparents live uh, out by Warney, so they're right in the county, and they were less than a mile from a ton of the damage done. They actually have a picture of one of the tornadoes that they could see. It was the second tornado that hit on New Year's Day. Oh, I remember you telling me about that because I watched it.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like it was. I remember like watching the ball drop, and then like no sooner after that, uh, my boyfriend uh, was basically telling everyone that there's like tornado watch, not warning watch, and that was terrifying because like it was pouring rain and thunderstorming. It didn't, it didn't thunder
0: hit till like 12 hours later though.
1: No, it it didn't. But we were still under watch. At that point.
0: 2022, slip. y'all gonna have a hell of a time. like, you thought you was getting rid of COVID. Now here's some variables. And here's some fucking tornadoes. And now here's some snow, bitches. (laughs) That's the other part is that as of recording this, our town is about to get hit with between three to six inches of snow tomorrow morning. So, like, the weather has been absolutely insane. Like, it's been almost as crazy as my personality. Like literally in the last week we went from being in the 70s and having tornadoes to it's Winter gonna drop down, it's gonna drop down into the single digits tomorrow I'm not night. Fucking ready for it. Like
1: they've already called out schools and everything in oh, surrounding county. Let
0: me tell you about the first tornado. My friend that I work with, she's one of my best friends. I consider her a sister. I love her to death. If you're listening, I love you. Don't be jealous. That's her boyfriend. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, she got so upset because literally, like, the day before she manifested this shit, she just looked out in the field and she was like, I wish there was a tornado. Not one that, like, a bad one. Not one that hurt anybody, but, like enough for us to go home and i'm like what the fuck's wrong with you a tornado <laughs> out of all the things you wish for a tornado you That's- know what the funny part is is if she was looking out of the like out into the back of the field if y'all's work yeah. behind where uh, arbor works which um is also where christopher works is a field where people keep exotic animals like zebras yeah, it's fun. My kids love the costume. So zebras. the thought of a tornado hitting right there and the zebras, how did just fly? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like tornado Zebra edition. <laughs> Z- Zebra-nado.
0: see I, I See-nado. mean, it's not funny, but it is. I said Z and I just had a whole movie go through my head. Like, one of those really bad ones.
1: Oh yeah, and like, like a Like Like instead
0: of zebras, it's just zombies
1: in the tornadoes. Just, they're just like that's how the po- apocalypse gets spread from. <laughs> it's a to tornado start. of zombies and <laughs> you can caught it go- <laughs> <Well, laughs> in
0: cut.
1: It's probably in the makes. <laughs> I <laughs> hope so. Mind.
0: So how are y'all feeling about the snow? What is what is your opinion on I love winter, I love snow. I don't like driving in it. Uh, was it last year where it got really icy and yes. like really bad? Like last year we had to go out and I had to have my cousin watch my kids because I had to go out with my mom in case the car got stuck I needed to be there. Right. And the entire time I'm just like I'm up against the thing, rocking back and forth going, Amazing great! Oh my
1: how god. How
0: sweet and I go, oh, oh we're gonna die. It's gonna hit us. They're just like The entire time my mom was like, would you shut the fuck up? I can't concentrate. I'm like, we're going to die. She's like, we're not going to die. And then finally she looked at me and she goes, if we die, it's your fault. You you can't manifest it. It happens. (laughs) I actually have a hilarious story about Chelsea last year uh, when we had all that snow back to back to back. Oh, dear God. So, Chelsea and her significant other were coming over to our house because we were cooking dinner for them. Oh, great. I <laughs> oh, well, yeah, this is going. What we didn't know was that um, the city had not yet gotten to our roads and <laughs> <laughs> our house <coughs> sits on top of a hill. So, it is downhill to get out of our uh, neighborhood in two different directions and it is straight uphill one other direction. So, <laughs> if it snows here and they do not clear our roads, it is impossible to get through. So, I tried to call them earlier and be like you need to get here earlier because the snow's really coming down. And it's 45 minutes past when they're supposed to be at our house and I get a call. And Chelsea is very upset because they are stuck on the road in In a snowbank in the middle of the street. Like
1: on the side of the road, I'm telling you, I I had so much faith in that 2017 Nissan Sentra. I
0: was (laughs) taking things that almost came out
1: Monday. And I had so much faith I didn't think to put on (laughs) pants or coat. (laughs) So I'm wearing shorts and a light, like fall jacket. trying to push this damn Sentra <laughs> up a hill. <laughs> we, we were getting nowhere. So,
0: so you had more had faith in that car than you have in your life.
1: Absolutely <laughs> did. So
0: they called us and me and Chris trekked <laughs> down there with a snow shovel and cat litter trying to get them out and <laughs> throughout all of that we are struggling and then the cops show up.
1: Oh my god. Two enforcers pulled up and Cameron like he gets so uptight in those situations because of uh, uh I guess like, oh wait, no, our tags were expired. Yeah. <laughs> ah, that's great. I mean that's not great, but and our they tags were like, were expired.
0: where are you going? <laughs> we we're just
1: going to my friends for like a nice dinner. They invited us, but uh I guess we should have took a different road. And apparently they were saying we should just go home now. So by the end of that, I was very much like, we're just gonna go home. And uh, I, I mean, didn't get to have any of that good cracked chicken. Oh, was it cracked chicken it that I was making? Yeah.
0: Oh, I love your cracked chicken. You can, uh, it really
1: my good. chicken maybe. Oh, my God. <laughs> recipes will be another topic because Ren has a buttload of them.
0: See, and that's where we differ. You have, like, all these awesome recipes that always turn out really good. I fucking love your food. That's how she bribes me to do whatever she wants. Like, <laughs> like, literally, right before we started this, just like, will you bring Chris home? I was like, what do I get? If it's snowy outside and I gotta come up here, she's like, I'll make you my grilled cheese donuts. I'm like, fuck yeah, you will.
1: (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) Oh my god.
0: Like, it's amazing how many of those recipes I've made with just very minimal ingredients in my house. I think that's my favorite thing because everything, because whenever I had just had, and before I had, you would come and we would cook and you would bring stuff up. She would bring a whole ass thing, uh, your crock pot. (laughs) <laughs> I was right there cooking. well okay so your boyfriend at the time was working mm. third shift so and you had just had a newborn and they went back to work and i was like well i'm not just gonna let her sit with a toddler and a newborn alone in her house at night so i would take i would take dinner up there and i would hang out till like Midnight 2 3 a.m. And then I would go home and sleep for a few hours and then go to work and then just do it all again Yeah, you was like at that time it, she was my backbone because like I'm not gonna sit here and bad-mouth him We was just toxic together. We was not a good match So like if it wasn't for her I would have went probably insane No, no, it's not probably I would have went more insane than what I am, but at that time uh <laughs> I was a lot different than what I am now. I think but, I mean, we've had to do that so many times, and funny enough, is weather-related, that we'll get stuck in the house and, like, have no running water and have to figure out how to make something. Um, I remember with the pandemic, after I got laid off, um, we had to do with what we had for a while until unemployment oh, yeah. kicked in. Oh, those are some hard times. Absolutely. And at that time, you were still living with us, Chelsea, mm-hmm. and um, I you didn't have a job either. So we were out, we were having to support three people on a part-time income and yeah. that was, that was hard. It did it though.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. He yeah.
0: flexed on that crap. Like I <laughs> see when I was working at, I was still working at the pandemic, but it was so easy there cause I came in right as the pandemic started and we had our dining room closed and nobody was getting out. So we would just sit in there for fucking hours. <laughs> we'll bleep it. We'll bleep the name. Of it, please. I don't want to get fired. Okay. Um. So another crazy weather story that comes to mind.
1: <coughs> Sorry.
0: Thanksgiving. The of this year.
1: Oh, when you like.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh God. So. I think me and my husband both are still traumatized. No, you
1: absolutely are. I was riding with you guys the other day and you took a curb like a little harder than you should. Like I saw Fafaf freeze in fear. (laughs) It was so terrifying. So
0: what happened was, is that we were driving, uh, we were going off of the parkway from Bardstown onto I-65 and the car behind us was riding our hind end. I was trying my best to like take the turn slow and it just didn't happen. So as I try to merge on to I-65, we hydroplane and the car starts to veer right and like slam into one of those like poles that are right there on the exit. And then it veers a hard left into oncoming traffic. Luckily for us, there was absolutely nobody coming. So we swing across three lanes of traffic and are facing the opposite direction on the highway. And right as we stop, all these cars just barrel past us. Oh my
1: goodness. It was
0: insane. I can only
1: imagine. Like, I've only been in one spinout before, but that was allegedly my fault.
0: Allegedly. Allegedly? <laughs>
1: well, like I was five years old and I was in my Nana's car. And she you were
0: five. <laughs> okay, everything <laughs> makes sense. It was your fault.
1: <laughs> well, uh, I re- I remember us hitting a gla- uh, uh, like glass sheet, like it was like uh, ice on the road when we were taking a hard turn. So
0: it was black ice. Yeah,
1: and uh, like, and we spun around a good three, four times, and then my Nana said, "Shit!" and I said, oh, "Nana." But <laughs> she, when we went home, I swear to God, everybody was mad at me because she told everyone that I jerked the steering wheel. Like, why in the world would I have had any reason to jerk that steering wheel? <laughs> well, you were five. You should have been I mean, in the back. Yeah, seat. I was a car I was up seat. front with my Nana. That...
0: that uh, <sighs> the early 2000s. I
1: know. <laughs> I was no like, restraint for, like, child seating laws in the car. I mean, like,
0: whenever I was younger, my mom, she had me in a car seat until I was, like,
1: maybe? Oh, I had my then, booster like, seat. I wasn't,
0: like, I would sit up front. Like, I remember vividly going to school, being in the front seat. But at, at that time, like, my mom's frame, like thought process was, it's like, when she was younger, her little brother, it was completely legal for him just to be playing in the fucking, like, not in the front seat, but in the front uh, floorboard. Yeah. get the word that in a minute. But, oh God, that just, that terrifies me. <laughs> I like I, lock, I like lock my kids in their car seats like could right. you imagine Click. Amelia in the front of the seat as you're driving down the? I couldn't drive I would pull over and panic and hyperventilate I'd be like you're gonna die it's gonna crush you and crush you it's gonna be like one of those horror movies I can't do it
1: not Final Destination
0: God Final Destination is a movie that fucking scarred me
1: it did I had like many years of therapy because like- of those movies. <laughs> you
0: know what movie scarred the crap out of me Saw oh I was about to say Saw cause that scarred me too but like Out of those two, those weren't the worst ones. The one that fucked me up the most to this day is Oculus. It is... Oh, my God. It mindfucks me. I've never seen that. Don't watch it, but I kind of want you to watch it so you know what I'm talking about. I'll read a synopsis of it. It's like... No, the synopsis does not do it justice. Is it worse? It is so... Like, to me, it's so terrifying because I believe in the paranormal. Absolutely. And this mirror, right? There's a mirror and it's possessed i can't really remember it super well but it's like possessed or something and it like it's psychological it like goes and it messes with your mind and makes you see all this stuff that's super real and drives you insane before it kills you oh my god and it is just insane and it keep and it like this one person i can't remember if it's a boy or a girl they keep surviving and i'm just like what if (laughs)
1: <laughs> what if so you're bad about putting
0: yourself into movies. Yeah, really, really bad. I'm like, that's why Final Destination messes with me. Because even in my everyday life, if I see something that looks like a hint that it could be my death, I'm like, oh, my God, this is it. That's how I'm going to go out. It's gonna <laughs> anytime going to happen any time now. Because, like, you remember whenever they would, like, see the, oh, was it the Grim Reaper or something? They would see, like, a yes, little thing. Death. But yeah, I always, like, if I see someone else, I'm like, this is it. I'm going to die. This is it. Like, day.
1: somewhere, somewhere around here, it's going to happen, and I'm going to uh, be going into the next world.
0: I'm a big believer in reincarnation. Me too. Um, Me too. This is so far off the path of where we're supposed to be. We uh, <laughs> were uh, supposed uh, to be on weather, now we just back, hit reincarnation. Let's okay, back get a worms. All right, so let's talk about <laughs> the upcoming and pending weather. Um, I don't know if storms of any kind make either one of you nervous
1: honestly i feel at one when storms come see
0: that's me i'm not really storms don't scare me like the tornado scared me because it was like super close and i was more worried about my kids but if i didn't have children i don't think it would bother me like it
1: does now i will say like that tornado the last one that we had uh the beginning of december that one kind of did make me feel very unsettled
0: well it was a night tornado though
1: yeah it was like pitch black because like in glasgow even though like we didn't get like any damage at all really uh, a power line did fall because of the winds and my electricity got shut off so like way I. before we even started getting warnings about the tornado
0: actually the reason that the power went out in glasgow is because our power comes out of tennessee so when they lost power and all that stuff that affected us oh so, boy see whenever we lost power I think it was like 1 in the morning because I just couldn't go to sleep and then we lost power and my dad had run up there because he lives down the road from me now and my mom lives with me and I wake her up and I'm like hey we're out of power and there's these tornado warnings and like it's like freaking me out a little bit I'm worried about the girls we need to come up with a plan I need to make sure they're safe and we looked at we like all looked it up and we saw that it's not going to hit us my dad was up there I mean my dad just sat outside for the rest of the time, once I got Jenny back to sleep, because she had a panic attack, because she overheard us talking about it, and we just sat out there, and it was so eerie. It, nobody was on the road. Everything was black. was black, and it was so quiet, where the wind wasn't even blowing. It was still, and I was like, "This is something out of zombie movies." And then my dad, being who he is, hears one random noise. He's like, "I'm going in. The zombies are coming." I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so back the, to that first uh tornado that we had it was also pitch black we live in a little rundown house which is currently where we're recording the podcast my house is almost 100 years old and it hasn't been renovated i think since the 70s or the 80s so our house is like not the best place to be during inclement weather Um, I think the only reason it makes me so nervous is because we have to, like, doomsday prepare for everything. Like, just as an example, (coughs) we've wrapped our pipes and stuff, but there's still a high chance that when it goes down into the single digits tomorrow and Friday that we are going to lose water for days. What you need to do is you need to leave your water running that way. We do. but it it still freezes? It can still freeze. So what we do is we have empty juice jugs that we use and we fill with water. Oh, if those were for water, I peed in water. Uh-huh, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> but we keep empty juice jugs around the house that we fill with water so that way, if we need to like make something with water, or boil or something, we have that on standby. We also will put uh, metal tubs of water in our bathtub so that way we we're able to scoop so we can flush the toilet and all that other good stuff. And then we have bottled water to drink. But well, we have to do that in oh, that case is, that the pipes... A thing about all water. And something else we have to do is our house has so many drafts in it, we kind of have to, like, barricade ourselves into, like, one room. So, what we normally do is our living room will get... We're gonna put a uh, <laughs> curtain above, like in front of our the entryway to our kitchen, and try to keep the heat compacted in the living room and our bedroom, which is right off of the living room. Um, the bedroom does a really good of insulating, but the insulation in this house is horrible. So it's like every time that something like this happens, we have to like prepare like we're gonna, you know, be out of water for days. But like you're gonna have to live like your homage, like your forced homage. And once we get to the point where we're down to, like, a bucket of water and one thing of juice and that's the point where we have to, like, go visit family and, like, uh, tonight we'll take showers to make sure at least we're clean in case we're out of water for a couple of days. We'll fill up the cat's uh, waterer so that way they have water and they're not going to go without for days, which, of course, we'd never let them go without. Yeah. Like it's like doomsday prepping for every sing every winter. God, that, that sounds like shit. But you know what? I don't pay any rent And in this economy. I feel like the pros, pros of not having to pay rent outweigh the cost, uh, the, the cons of you know having to take a a little pitcher with me into the bathroom to flush the toilet. <laughs> trust me i promise it does i would much rather say prep than pay the amount of money i do for the shack i fucking live in mm. well your house is a little nicer than mine yeah but it's six hundred dollars and it was six hundred dollars for the apartment above a goddamn garage and i know if you're listening and you're in a big city like oh that's cheap not around here that's like outrageous that's especially insane especially when can... jobs
1: around here may mostly pay minimum wage
0: yeah and like the highest paying restaurant job you can have right now here is 13 i think because we paid 12 and we was the highest and when we raised our pay everybody most everybody else raised their pay and it's just it's ridiculous it is and there's no Oh, that's another topic that is a whole other topic because i I was going to say it's like and then they want to make people feel like shit for getting welfare God it was a hollow oh, episode making $12 an hour. You can't get no welfare. not in the no, state of Kentucky. No well I can't because I have two kids but like even I would have to fight for it and it's just not worth well, the Well, Even with me and my husband at you know even when he was getting full-time hours as work which is work cut down as hours and me working full-time in another city. I mean we just barely get by. Yeah. We are one emergency away from like Having to throw ourselves on the mercy of, you know... Call it some, welfare. <laughs> welfare, except we can't, hard, we can't get it because we yeah. make just too much. And, like, I'm a single mom of two kids. And I had to fight to try to get it. And then, finally, I just gave up the fight. It's like, look, I can do this. Like, they have what they need. They can't have everything they want. They can't have brand new shit all the time. But they have what they need. They have their clothes. They have their food. They have their... Water. They're like they're sustained. They're going to school. Like they have what they need.
1: Right.
0: I just can't give them everything they want, and I think that bothers me. Right. About Absolutely. it. But I like how we got on this. It's a whole other episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole ass episode. Okay. Well, I think it is time for our decided by dice segment. Ha! I'm ready for it. Our to explain. To explain what oh my God. <laughs> I'm so stupid. To explain our decided by die segment. There are three of us. And whenever we can't decide what segment we're going to do for the for the podcast, we let we let a D12 decide <laughs> if I can find it in this oh, mess. Oh, sorry, I dropped my cigarette. Shut up. I'm sorry. Sorry, Who's I has been, been missing
1: her Christmas present for Okay, years.
0: so my cousin was <laughs> oh my supposed God. to come to a Christmas party at her house three years ago. Um, she's currently designing or they, my my bad, they are currently designing our logo for the podcast, and I had the gift set aside for them and they didn't come. And we were like, okay, well, we'll just set it aside and we'll go see them in the new year. That was three years ago. <laughs> Me, I relate to all of that on both sides. Alright, so the uh ones, fours, sevens, and tens are me. The two and then just follow suit. The twos and a Jane a da-da. The twos and corresponding numbers will go to Lynn and the threes and corresponding numbers to you will go will go to Arbor. Okay. All right, so we roll for our Decided by Dice segment, and the person who gets to pick today's segment is... No! Two! No, it's the floor. Oh, so do we have to do this? Yeah, we got to roll it again. Unfortunately, if it falls on the floor, it's... uh Oh, my God. What's it called, Chris? Uh, oh, we're playing by fumble. D&D rules. Yeah. Oh, okay, then. Huh? Fumble. Fumble, table hazard, something. All right, so the person who gets to pick today's segment is... Me. It's a four. Oh. Okay, I'm good with that. Are you doing Reddit stories? Yes! We are oh. going to read... I still read. Get to argue. I don't give a fuck. We are going to read one of the top posts from the ever-popular r slash am I the asshole. Oh, I love these. I do too, honestly. Am I the asshole? Probably, if you're asking. <laughs> like, literally, a lot of the time it really is somebody who is like very much not... The asshole or somebody who very much is. So I hope I pick a good one. Uh, Hitty bitty bitty bow. Catch a reddit by its toe. Okay. So we have three to choose it's from. I'll let you guys pick. Sorry. Am I the asshole for yelling at my dad at my husband for discussing his dad's death on my dad's birthday? <laughs> That's a little weird. Am <laughs> I the asshole. asshole for telling a teenager what a wedding is signif- that a wedding is significantly more important than her birthday and she needs to grow up? Or, am I the asshole for not giving my sister any inheritance from my grandparents?
1: Ooh, re Grammy and poppy. All right. This is
0: actually a common thing on Am I the Asshole is people talking about their inheritance and not sharing what they get. God, it's not that hard to fucking share it. All right. Are you ready? I, 28 male, did not have the best childhood. My parents, 60s, favored my sister, 30 female and gave her everything she needed. She got her first car when she turned 16, all new electronics, and was able to attend her dream school fully paid. My grandfather got sick, and when it came time for me to attend school, I decided to stay and be his caregiver while attending community college. I helped take full care of him until he passed away in 2017, and stayed around to help my grandmother. My parents only showed up to my grandfather's funeral in hopes that they will receive everything when they both pass away. My grandmother was diagnosed with lung cancer in December of 2020, and I helped take her to appointments, cooked meals, and took care of the house. She told me that everything will be left behind to me. I was very grateful and promised that I would take good care of their home. She passed away last week in December of 2021, and I was given the house and some money. My sister moved back to be in, moved back up to be in town as she was struggling financially, and she was hopeful that there would be money for her. She reached out to me asking if we could meet, and I was very reluctant at first because she went no contact with me. I agreed in hopes that we could maybe start building a brother-sister relationship. We met at a local restaurant, and my sister tar- starts talking about how she is struggling and pregnant with her ex-boyfriend's child and needing a new car. She asked me if I would be willing to give up some of the inheritance money to use for herself and give some to our parents. I did not tell her the amount that was left to me as it was not her business. I told her that if she had spent time with her grandparents before they passed that she might have been left some of that inheritance. She got angry and told me that I lost the privilege of being an uncle to her daughter. She stormed out of the restaurant and has not been in contact with me. My parents found out and they think that I am in the wrong for not helping my sister. Am I the asshole for not giving my sister any inheritance from my grandparents? Okay, who's going first?
1: Because I'm by my nails. See, with me, this is kind of like a tricky situation. I mean, obviously, my definitive answer would be that he is not the asshole. Because he was the one, you know, that took care of them and everything. And he was the one that they initially left everything for. And what makes it to where he's not an asshole is her initiative for getting back into contact was solely yep. for financial support and money and she threw all those things in his face trying to get support in that situation and, and it was like she she knew she knew that she could get something out of that and or to she expect thought something she could. like that especially like recently after you know you just lost your grandparents i think that's kind of like asshole-ish so she the sister is very much the asshole. i
0: think the entire fucking family aside from the grandparents and the guy that wrote it was it a guy op just OP, the original poster like i feel like i feel like they're not the asshole like but everybody else in the situation is because one how are you gonna favorite like play favorites with your children like that for two you're gonna show up to the fucking funeral just waiting to get something but not be there for them when they're literally dying. There are so many situations where people only come around when somebody dies. It's, and sickening. Something. I it's remember, sickening. I remember when my great-grandmother died. Um, before she had died, they were just like arguing over her, you know, swollen, near-dead body about the stuff. While my grandfather sat by her bedside just hoping that she would get a little bit better. Like, yeah, it was it's... ridiculous. And then, the day of the funeral, like, a will wasn't even read out. Like, they literally just went to her house and ransacked it. Everything that my grandparents, they're like, hey, we don't want most of this stuff. We just want a couple of her things to remember her by. And some of those relatives took them out of spite. Let me tell you, that's what happened when my grandfather died. I don't have a goddamn thing for my papa. This pisses me off. Okay, we're gonna get into this because this is some shit that pisses me off. And if my aunt and, well, well I'm mad, I, it still irritates me because my aunt didn't stand up and do what was right. But it was more her husband that has no blood affiliation that took all of my grandpa's guns, even the one. And I don't, me and my uncle don't get along. My uncle that lives down here, we don't really get along. But still, half those guns were his from when he was a child and he fucking took them. I didn't get a goddamn thing. Me, John and I, we didn't even get the pictures from our childhood. Our step-grandma, who treated us well the entire time, cut off all contacts. She runs away from me in stores for once. But anyway, back to the inheritance thing. He willed his, his land to the Froggins, which irritated me because it was a family, but you know, they're going to take care of it. It's not my business. That was what well, my papa wanted. I respect that. Everything that was willed off, I respect it. But the things that wasn't willed off, I know that he would have wanted us to have separately. And my, my uncle got money. I don't know what my aunt got. It's not my business. And I don't remember what mama got. But my uncle got more than her because my mom's like the more successful one out of the two just because she's been able to hold down a job and she's just a very reliable person. Um, but what pisses me off is like they went out of their way to take everything and just not leave us with anything, not anything to remember him by. I had, and what really makes me mad, I had one knife that he had given me and it was in my bag and I kept it in my bag all the time and then I went to a party. And my car was apparently unlocked. My bag was stolen. That knife—the only thing I had—is gone. Oh, and that my was gosh. recent. That was like really recent. See, I've been lucky enough that um, not too many people in my family have died. Let's knock on some freaking wood for that one, because I really can't like risk that. But um, like with my granny, um, the only things we got—we uh, got some of her furniture. Um, her living room set actually was my first living room set in my first apartment. I remember Yeah, the this. couch
1: that's sitting on your front porch is your yeah. granny's.
0: Yeah. And um, I had her vanity in my high school, like in my high school bedroom. That yeah. big, long vanity with the mirror. Hey, isn't, don't you have like a other thing here? This thing? this Whatever this is? No. Um. So what she's <laughs> pointing to is a chest that used to be a record player that was hollowed out to make a chest. Um, and my grandfather actually made it. Oh, okay. I got that in college. It's one of my most prized possessions. That's Baker, what, I couldn't remember if they had passed or not. No. Baker didn't make
1: that?
0: Baker did make that.
1: Okay, okay, all right.
0: But, like... Speaking...
1: What's... Oh, okay. sorry. Go, no, was, you, go ahead. I'm going to go into another tirade. You go. Well, no, uh, I've also been a victim of being a family that I ransacked, except I was a part of the people who did the ransacking. <laughs> Not okay, so you got, so got a different point of view. Not personally, but we knew exactly what everybody else was going to do. Like, uh, everybody else in the family, they really built up a name for themselves. They were very successful, and, like, my... I. I guess my parents and my my mom and my uncle were like really greedy because like no sooner than the ambulance took my grandmother out of that house because she was on hospice they started loading trailers and trucks took off with my grandfather's truck and went out and hit all belt the stuff is, I hate those people no no same same <laughs> and like I was just happy to get a belt buckle a, a stinking belt buckle That's... that I found in my grandfather's room and like everything else like My grandfather, he wasn't my biological grandfather. But but he was there since I was there. And he never treated me any differently. See, I'm big
0: on the, and of course, a lot of people in the LGBTQ community are big on you choose your family. Blood doesn't always make your family. Yeah, I've cut off a lot of blood. I mean, my my stepfather is the person that I consider my dad. Yes. Like, Like, that that is the man who raised me. For the longest time, I've known her for 20 years. Or, a little over 20. But, like, I, for the longest time, I thought Andy was your father until we was having a conversation. And I don't remember when it was. And I was like, oh, wait. He's not your dad? you want to know something? So, my parents have been married for going on... seven. This will be 17 years that yeah. they've been married. So, they got married when I was, like, 8 or 9. So, I mean, my dad wasn't even in the picture when we first started. Yeah. Like, they were... I don't even know if they were friends at that point. Um, and that's a very long story to get into. No, that's a okay. whole other episode. More I could do I could do an drama. entire solo podcast about how my family came to be. Because it is just, it's an insane story.
1: You want to know what's strange <coughs> out of the whole thing, though? What? I feel like out of everybody, even out, like, out of like your brothers and his biological children, I feel like you are more like Andy than anybody.
0: Well, to be fair, um, in my phone, my mother is the one who made me, and my dad is the one who raised me.
1: That's perfect.
0: I mean, he literally, my mom worked all the time, my dad was... Uh, disabled. He became disabled like shortly after they got married. The timeline's a little skewed for me, but pretty much he was the parent that was at home. So this man literally raised me, and I spent the most time probably out of any of the kids with him. So I, I don't blame you because I really do think that I'm the <laughs> I'm the one out of all of them that ended up just like him.
1: Well, see, that's the thing, like you know, like. In the beginning of our friendship, the way I saw you two connect, it was very much like I was like, you guys are almost like the same person. You guys are so funny. I'm, de-
0: I'm definitely, I was definitely a daddy's girl growing up. Absolutely. okay that was my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into traumatic childhoods on another episode. That'll be a fun episode. <laughs> okay, so I think the the verdict from us, OP, uh not the user persona underscore user thirty four. You are not the asshole. Absolutely Nobody's not. entitled to it. Yeah, and no. I And like, and if my thing is, is if you really care about the person that passed, you won't be caught up on worldly posi- possessions. Like, you won't ramsack. Like, I get wanting stuff to remember them by, but you'd be more devastated by their loss. Like, if that was my grandma, because she helped raise me, and anybody trying to fight over her inheritance, I would probably go insane and just beat the shit out of everybody well mm-hmm. the thing is is that i understand that people have different relationships with their but you don't come around being like mm, give me give me give me it's like give me some money please i because i'm related don't do that shit right like i it, mm, i hate
1: this episode. see with me i don't think i'll ever have kids like you know I mean, I hope I to think God Arbor's that I
0: have enough kids for all of them. Right? <laughs> it's like, you, you want me to take
1: mine? I don't think that, that hopefully there wouldn't be a case where it would have to be passed down because I don't think I would have an inheritance for my children. <laughs> That's something I'm I, I don't think I would about. just have like a substantial like I'm,
0: amount I'm of, of debt. debt. Like, I've literally <laughs> been thinking about life insurance. So then like if something crazy did happen and I died. My kids would at least have something. Because that's something that bothers me. They wouldn't have anything. See, uh, the thing with me and Chris is that we don't... At this point, at this juncture, we do not plan on having kids right now. So, if we never have any kids, our... You know, if we end up with anything of worth or anything... It goes anything, to
1: the oldest. Freddie. <laughs> Who is also my... my okay, statue. I have three cats... <laughs>
0: Freddie, Lily, and Fisher. Um, and Freddie currently is our oldest one that we have. Um, but no, I would say that if we end up having anything of worth, and when we get older, it would be left to our nieces and nephews. Absolutely. Probably leave it to, to the oldest. Yeah, we're not name dropping. Sorry. Not name dropping minors unless we're the, the parent. Oh, yeah, yeah, I can. it's like I don't care to name-drop my kids. Okay, but anyway.
1: That's
0: <laughs> a um, But the oldest will probably get the controlling amount and let everybody else, if they wanted something from us, like something of ours, that they could have it. I think the only thing that I would will specifically is probably um, whatever wedding ring I have currently. And that's so bad to say because I literally lose them so easy. (laughs) Like, I don't wear a wedding band and it's not because I'm not proud to be married. It's that I literally lose them. That's me. I'm very bad with rings, but I love rings. Oh, they're so pretty. Like, I have a line of engagement and wedding rings and anniversary rings and I just, I, I keep them up there except for special occasions because...
1: At least you're not my abuela. My abuela, she wore many rings on her fingers and she would know if one went missing. She
0: wanted to make it hurt when she slapped you, didn't Oh, she? absolutely. <laughs> there
1: there was never a moment she pulled out a chancla. It was her bare hands and they fucking hurt. See,
0: my grandma wore a ton of rings and uh, Mamaw wore a ton of rings too when I was younger. They don't really wear so much anymore but I remember specifically Mamaw would have like Rings on all of her fingers. And the thing is, you know, it's not costume jewelry, it's all real.
1: Oh, goodness, how much? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Who was getting them for? Her?
0: Uh, I have no idea. It sounds
1: like a lot of apology rings from Baker. <laughs> 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 oh,
0: God. I don't even know how she's collected them all. That's something I probably should ask her.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, well, I think that is a good place to stop. I think that's a that's a good place to end our first podcast. Okay. Holy crap. It's, a, it's happened. It's happened. It's finally happened after years of begging. So, before we go, let's talk about where we hope to see this podcast at, oh, God, I don't want to think about it already, but January of 2023.
1: Ew, if there oh, is going to be oh. one.
0: I don't Sorry. know. All the tornadoes. Climate change is real, y'all. It's coming. It is. But um, actually, it already came. We've talked about <laughs> <I don't> know, <laughs> sorry. We've talked about streaming live on Twitch, um, and then posting the edited version on our YouTube and Spotify in the future, possibly keeping it as is, but definitely getting to the point where we can film the podcast and yeah. post it. But for right now, I mean, you... sorry, I would like to say I'm excited for that, but at the same time. If I'm coming in off work, I'm going to look like dog shit, and I'm not excited for (laughs) that. We'll figure it out. But um, in any case, if you would like to check out what we are doing outside of our lovely podcast, you can check us out on Twitter at LiveFromTheTrash without the H. And, of course, you can check out all of our personal social medias that we are willing to share. And that's it. Yeah, that's it. Alright,
1: hit that like. Smash oh that like. Absolutely light.
0: not. We cannot sell out <laughs> yet.
1: Wait, 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 wait. Okay.
0: I, I want to say, like, we came up with our uh, intro. We didn't call it an intro. Yeah. I was over here, like, wow, this is awkward. We really need an extra. And I'm like,
1: Live from the Trash. See you next time.
0: Signing. Very much so. Okay, so. Jumping head
1: first into the trash
0: here right now. <laughs> so, Live from the Trash. I'm Rin.
1: I'm Chelsea.
0: I'm Arbor. And we will see you next time. Bye, Bye. guys. Bye.